0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got my teeth. I got a lot of shine. Running up the number. That's a lot of crime. Try to take it from me, must be out your mind I need time, got a sign Smoky in the air, that's a lot of fun. Pocket's running over with the dollar sign Try to take it from me
1: welcome to episode 389 of fourth and John I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn uh primos on his way but today we're talking about uh you know the 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles uh let me let me tell you let me tell you something um we have been on a journey this season it's been a great ride uh you know being in KC in the cold rain weathering this storm uh watching our Eagles mount a comeback but having the having to sit there in the cold and the rain and to, and to weather the storm fast forward to this week eagle fans were at home now again weathering the storm watching our eagles uh come back uh in a fashion that i haven't seen live in a in a long time it's one of the best games that i saw live and it was a Point in time where a lot of Eagle fans, you can see the look on their face like, what time am I leaving? Am I am I, <laughs> I going to leave early or am I going to sit out, sit this one in and stay, stick around and, and root on your team? And that is a point in time where just like the Eagles, the fans, you got to start believing. And, and this team, when you think about them, I think of the word unflappable. Uh, you look at, at that word in the dictionary, it says having or showing
0: no calmness
1: fear. in a crisis i said in a crisis in this team i said team because it comes down to jack drisco coming in for elaine johnson uh you know didn't know he was playing uh to have a, a solid game it, it takes a guy like uh alamade Zacchaeus, we're going to say his full name know his name okay because he comes up with a big play to help win this game. It takes a Devontae Smith, when AJ Brown is getting bracketed, we got two one wide receiver ones on this team. It takes a whole damn team. And it takes an MVP like Jalen Hurts to calm the nerves of everybody on this team. It takes a BG to say, talk that shit during the, the, the coin flip in overtime. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's about the team. And this team is unflappable. And I am, I am so proud of this team. I feel like a proud dad. Mm. Uh, I mean, this, I'm, I'm riding on a high, Evan. Where are you at right now? I'm riding
2: just as high, Gail. Um, I mean, it's it's hard not to. I mean, like you said, uh, you you listed out all the things that had happened. And first of all, let me preface this by saying, if you were one of those fans that was looking at their clock or looking at their watch and uh, trying to figure out if they should be beating the parking situation uh, after that first half, I tell you what. You, you hand in your season tickets right now, because if this Eagles team has shown you anything throughout this entire season, it's that they're not going to give up. This is an Eagles team that, I mean, we talked about, um, we, were, we were sitting, we were in our fields in KC, and it, it, we felt like all hope was, not all hope, but we felt like it was a bad game. Things were going south. We went into halftime down 17 to 7. Sound familiar? Um, and there was a gentleman that was sitting next to us, and we talked about how he told us. We're a fourth quarter team. Stand up. This is where we're going to come back. This is going to make the comeback. It's exactly what happened. Two games in a row, uh, six days apart from each other, and two high-class teams. Um, I, for one, Gail, I don't know about you, but coming off of the win that we had in KC and the fashion that we did it, and I'm thinking, personally, even after that game, I think that KC is the best AFC team. After that, we, we go into a deja vu situation where we head into halftime 70 to 7 once again against the Bills. I didn't I didn't have any fear, Gail. I don't think I thought for one moment that we were gonna lose that game. It don't matter how bad it had gotten. Um we simply have a qb that just has that winning factor man his x factor is he's going to go out and win the game and i love all of these people out here that are still just trying to pump up the same sort of narrative that this eagles team it's it's not sustainable what they're doing they're going to their luck's going to run up eventually blah 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 freaking blah no it's not this eagles team is a bunch of winners bro and all these people saying oh they're not doing enough i think they're doing just enough I think the Eagles team is doing everything they need to do to win, and that's exactly what's happening. If they continue this sort of momentum into the playoffs, I have no doubt that we're going uh, to be back in that Super Bowl, and I think we're going to be uh, raising some hardware this year, bro. I'm feeling great about this Eagles team. Um, I, for one, hand up. I grew up during the McNabb era. I missed out on the Randall Cunningham era. Obviously, things got real sloppy after McNabb. This is the most confident I've ever felt in an Eagles quarterback in my lifetime. If I'm being honest with you, Jalen Hurts has given me a newfound confidence that I, I didn't think was possible being a Philadelphia fan. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: you know, it, it's 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 a proud moment because you you see the development. Uh, I remember when I was working for NBC Sports uh, as a draft analyst, and actually, like you, you had to follow kids coming out of high school mm-hmm. and watching his development. Like I'm talking, like watching his development from his, his from a throwing standpoint to
0: hair you standpoint
1: know, you know when he had the dreads and just like his 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 story art is amazing um but that, the the but the I, I mean talent aside i think him off the field um just just what he's done in this locker room um and given this team a level of confidence where um you know Brandon Graham is talking <laughs> grand brandon graham is talking to the opposing team um and, and saying you guys don't know Jalen Hurts like we know him. You do not know Jalen Hurts like we know him. He's, te- he's telling us to Deion Dawkins. And it's funny because during the game, me and Prime, we were fortunate to sit in front, sitting behind the whole Deion Dawkins family. And they were giving it to us and they were like talking shit. And they were like, they were, the weird thing was they were low-key Eagle fans. They're like, Temple
2: people, bro. They're, yeah,
1: they're, exactly. They're, yeah. They, they had the Temple jersey on, a couple yeah. of them did. Um, but it was just a you know a weird vibe because um, they were talking smack the whole game. But it was it was a fun thing going back and forth. But at the end of the day, it's um you know what he's added to this team is uh, tremendous. We, uh, me and Prime got an opportunity to to listen to him speak uh you know a couple 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 weeks ago, and just listening to him without the without the cameras, without the mics in, in his face, just him being he he said I'm not a rah rah dude. And that that still emanates emanate emanates with me, uh, and the fact that he he leads by example, and I feel like it's it's contagious, it's contagious. His his whole vibe right now,
2: it is it is, and uh, you see how I think one of the craziest things you brought up BG and that whole clip that's circulating online right now. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check out that uh, that mic'd up with uh, BG. But I also want to just talk about the dynamic of like. Brandon Graham is what like 35, 36 years old now. And I I get that, like relatively speaking, they're they're both in the grand scheme of things, younger guys. But for a 35-36-year-old man to be looking at Jalen Hurts, the way he does, I think it really speaks volumes. The way the way he was speaking about Jalen, like you don't know Jalen, like we know Jalen. He's talking about a 25-year-old kid, man. He's talking about a, a a guy that has the absolute keys to the city um, at, at such a young age, and he is so level-headed, Jalen Hurts. He's so calm and collected and poised under pressure. Um, man, there's 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 not many bad things to say. Uh, I mean, we have plenty of things that we could talk about in this game. It was it was a tale of two halves, man. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, the first half was not nearly as entertaining as the second half of this game. But like I said, like there wasn't, I know that we looked uh soft and I know that this looked like a, you know, um less than perfect Eagles team in the first half. But like I said, I never had a doubt, man. Th- this Eagles team, if they've, if they've showed me one thing, is that they're not going to stop until the final whistle, man. And that's exactly what they did.
1: Now, you talk about tail two halves. Uh, the first half, Hertz was four for 11, 33 yards, no tuddies, one interception, passer rating of seven. Uh, let me repeat seven. Second half, Hertz was 14 for 20, 167 yards, three touchdowns, rushing TD, no interceptions, and a passer rating of 134.8. I think, uh, in general, I think everybody's looking for these, these perfect games. And when you have to cook in different situations, in different ser- different scenarios, these players are coming up with uh, plays. No matter what you, any way you want to cook it, how you want it served, they'll serve it anyway. Um, they they're chefs at this moment, at this moment because I think at the end of the day, um, they're 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 able to. Or if you gonna if you want to compare them to a UFC fighter, mm-hmm. they can fight on the ground, they can fight standing up, and if you want them to fight dirty. They could do that too. Uh, they can get in the get in the alley. Give, they hit you with the kidney shots, bro. They they they've got it. They've got it. They got, got it. They got the it factor. And again, like I'm alluding to your conversation about, uh, is this uh, sustainable? Well, like how? Like this? Like last year the, con- the last last year the narrative was we weren't playing teams. Yeah, we we weren't were playing, playing good teams.
2: Yeah, we, cupcake we, schedule.
1: Hey, Abby, would you like me to, would you like me to bring up the gauntlet?
2: Please. please. Did we start it yet? I'm curious. Uh,
1: Cause we, like you, you had mentioned that we are the gauntlet week nine Cowboys W week 10. We got a little, nice little rest week 11 at the chiefs. W week 12 W. And we have the 49ers coming up. We'll be talking about that.
2: You know, and you know for a fact that like all these people that I know that there's people that are itching on the Eagles' downfall, and they want to say, "Oh, they've had so many good games in a row. This this Niners game could be a trap game coming off that Big Bills game." You're out of your mind if you think that these players are haven't been looking forward to this 49ers rematch all season long. Trust no. me, it is not a trap game.
1: We will be breaking down the 49ers game on Thursday. Ever you can be around Thursday?
2: Um <laughs> keep talking.
1: <laughs> uh so the Eagles open up, up as a one point five favorite. Um, no. but the odds shifted toward the Niners, who are now a three-point favorite at Fan Duel Sportsbook as of right now. Uh but again, I don't really care about any of these numbers. Um, because they don't know Jalen the way we know Jalen. We they know won't. it's gonna be we know it's gonna be a great game, competitive. Uh, but that's uh, that's after the fact of uh the Eagles and the Bills. We're talking about the Eagles and the Bills. Um, there's a lot of – shout out to the people in the comments. I know everybody's fired up as we are, I think, uh, you, know, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, being excited, it's it's through the roof right now. Uh, Pete Nathan is riding high. He's not even high. <laughs> uh, but they Mark Johnson, he says there's a chance that Evan is higher. Always. <laughs> um. Like Brian uh, had mentioned, he's like, I hate being a second half team, really. But I believe, um, and I think you know the the main thing to look at it is in the fourth quarter. You know, every every football game, every player, where every team, you hold up your four fingers. My dorky ass is in the in the in the stands, like you yeah, know,
3: because <laughs> the it
1: really it the fourth the fourth quarter de, you know determines what your team is built of like what's the dna that this team has and they have a winning dna in the fourth quarter i mean as long as they're they're, they're really doing their thing in the fourth quarter you got to believe
2: and uh, like what one thing that like uh i want to say too is that like it's not it's not just a jalen hurts thing you know what i mean like it with lane johnson going down beforehand and and um you know Dude, it's, it's crazy to think about how much this team rallies. Um, it doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter the opponent. It doesn't matter who's injured. Um, this team always rallies and finds a way. And uh, you know, like we were just saying, the, the whole thing about it being unsustainable, wins are sustainable. We have set ourselves up in a position right now that, like, first of all, I already write the the Giants games off as Ws, right? Those are easy W's to me We also got the Cardinals on the schedule If we just ignore the rest of the gauntlet And just win the games against these trash teams That we're supposed to win against That's 13 wins right there Hmm. That's 13 wins right there And I don't think that we have any sort of uh, I don't think we're going to be stopping As far as our momentum is concerned right now I told you I feel confident about the 49ers It's tough (laughs) to not feel confident About any of these uh, Any of these opponents man
1: and I think um just in terms of just uh you know the these pundits, national pundits. It's it's funny that when your team is talked about as much as the Eagles are now nationally, um, to the fact that um you know they're you know talking about is this sustainable, like this is what you have to do to win in the playoffs. You have to beat good teams. Um and again, if you listen to the players from their own voices, they're saying that they have not played their best Football And some people don't like to hear that, but they that's what they believe and that's what they're saying. So I, I take their word for it.
2: And, th- and think about back to 2017, 2018, when we actually ended up winning it all. Obviously, that was a way different team and obviously the circumstances were way different. But what is um, what is the one thing that we can all point to and agree on was a major factor in the fact that we won the Super Bowl? That was getting home field advantage. And all these people that, you know, I feel like and this was a conversation on uh, on the radio today on ninety seven five. But there is a faction of this fan base out there that would almost that it seems like they would want rather have uh, a couple more losses on the record. If it means that they were blowing teams out uh, like how Dallas has done in a few games this year. How silly are you? How silly are you to have to think about that, man? That you would you would rather take a worse record and some blowouts. Man, we beat every team that we go up against. The Jets were a fluke situation. We had we have that throwaway game every single year. And it's what gets us right. And we figure out what we need to work on. Mm. 10 and 1, man. We got the best record in the NFL. If you are sitting here complaining about anything on this team right now, um I, f- f- put it in the complaint box, man. It's uh, it's the dumpster right out front of your house.
1: Oh, I, I mean, the, the one complaint that I'm getting is a lot of Brian Johnson. You know, a lot of Brian Johnson hate, um, obviously with Frank Reich getting, re- getting released of his duties. Again, he's, Frank Reich is making $25,000 a day for the next three years. I think he's good with the money. But that being said, he is uh, Sirianni's mentor. If you're adding another cook to the kitchen, you know, Super Bowl vibes. Uh, he was with us. Uh, but again, like we, we, we don't want to ruffle the feathers, but Brian Johnson, like, again, we talked about the turnovers early in the game. If uh, mis- miscommunication between Gainwell and Hertz, Hertz kind of like, you know, that was a kind of a bad handoff. And then the interception was fluky, but it was an interception when we're talking about turning the ball over in our, uh, territory, you know, if we don't do these things and get some drives, but you know, I, in the first half, you know, you talked about the first first couple drives. Did they believe that Driscoll was going to – maybe they, they wanted to test some things out? You know, at the end of the day, they, they pulled it out, and there was the plays at the end of the game that they, they dialed up that were freaking ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to go – but I, one play that just stands out in my head that I couldn't stop talking about is the anticipatory throw from Jalen Hurts to Devontae Smith with three defenders lurking. The ball had to be perfect. He put it in a a chef's kiss spot. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the development is lovely. The confidence, lovely. I was like, man, Jalen is – he's balling when he has – like, he he, he has to be the man, and he is actually – Lights out, dude! The throw to Oz in the back in the end zone—that
2: that one to me is shit. I think that I, I challenge someone to find a better throw. Jalen Hurts has put uh, put out there this year. I mean, that throw was was perfect, and um, to find Oz in the back of the end zone like that, man. On what was, that was like a third and sixteen too, wasn't it? That was it, it was a was, third. Yeah, it was a third and fifteen third, play. Th- that was um, third and long, and like that's yeah. what I mean is that like jalen hurts if if there's a jalen hurts there's a way gail if there's a jalen hurts there's a way <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i'm pretty giddy right now i am pretty giddy but uh just talking about um you know some other positives from from that game um you know we we talked about life after hard graves and life life after cox you never want to have an injured cox but our cox was injured this game mm. and uh you know we had two guys in in terms of um Jalen Carter who again anyone who's with us for draft season was our number one prospect yep. by all of us in the chat mm-hmm. everybody wanted him the fact that we do have him now is insane but the fact that you know there was one part of the game I'm looking at this team or looking at the defensive line and I'm like how the hell did the NFL allow us to get Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter Jalen Carter Defensive Rookie of the Year, also um, a blocker of field goals. Uh, at the end of the day, Jalen Carter is doing what he wants to do, and it's it's amazing to watch. And the fact that Howie got cheaper and younger, and I dare I say, better <laughs> with bringing in J- Javon Hargraves, and, and the fact that Jordan Davis, as big as he is. The fact that 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 the little I'm just talking about the the uh, effort that play where he got, you know, he's how big is he? He's running. He's running full speed, giving it his all, dude. Like if you didn't see Brandon Graham give it his all to get Dak out of this is what this is. This is how you show players the way. And Mm -hmm. this is amazing.
2: No, I mean, to see what he top out at, it? like 16 miles an hour, Jordan Davis, like, dude, <laughs> I wish I could move like that. He's, he's like 340 pounds. Um, but to your point about uh, Jalen Carter, I mean, continually week after week, he just impresses you. And I think one of the things that I'm kind of taken away um, as the more and more I get to know him and more and more I see his his game mixed with his post game press conferences is that. Dude, he's an extremely intelligent football player as well. I think that the way that Jalen Carter watches film is different than a lot of other. Like, I think the way he processes film and uh, his opponents and like their tendencies uh, is just different. Um, I, I don't know if it's something has clicked with him or or, or what the thing is, but um, but whether it be dive in between the center's legs to try and uh intercept the spike or you know just knowing um on that kick like where to be to to jump as high as he can this dude watches his film and um i think for someone that is that young and uh that motivated not only in the weight room but also in the film room um dude he's gonna have a hell of a career and i couldn't be happier than it's gonna be in eagles green man mm.
1: Uh, Dustin repeats, "We are the Gauntlet." Mm-hmm. Pete Nason also repeats, "We are the Gauntlet." I like that. That should be a on a t shirt. Um, I agree. Mark Bird says, "The Gauntlet is a conspiracy." Um, <laughs> and it's like every week the Gauntlet uh, starts with a different team. So again, it is what it is. Um, Shay asks, "How was the Bills fans' reaction when they had the lead at the game?" You know, they they were they were very. They they all of a sudden, you know, they popped up, you know, it was like, you know, the gophers in the middle of the field popping up and they would look at each other, like, try to get that energy. But then we had Prime that was like, you know, you know, keep that same – like, Prime will always keep fans in check, like, keep that same energy. So as the as those Bills left and the whole Dawkins family left, mm. who, who he, he reminded us that he is Brian Dawkins' nephew as well, a lot of them also. Oh, there they're is relate, a relation they're, there. They're related.
2: I didn't know they were related. I thought so. Related. They
1: left early. They left early. Uh, so me and Prime found them in the crowd, waiting out outside. We went up to them and we said, "Hey, where'd y'all go? Where did y'all go?" <laughs> they were good sports. One of them almost broke my back um, with the handshake. Uh, I think they're all football players. Um, but um,
2: speaking of broken backs and uh, Buffalo, I mean, I uh, I continued the tradition, Gail. At the uh at the I, I, you know, I
1: missed I missed it. I didn't get to see, I saw someone had posted it, but uh yeah. it was yeah. pretty impressive.
2: Hey, thanks. I was I was working on that form.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, only only young guys can do that, yeah. You
2: know? <laughs> now it was uh, but I mean, I hate to bring down such a fun game in that conversation, but Ooh. I feel like we have to talk about that Ooh, are Tail, you... tailgating situation. Dennis wants
1: to talk about it. Dennis says, Not to go off topic, fellas. Can you give a, a better breakdown to the parking? This past weekend, will 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 we have an issue this weekend for lot D? I think right. lot D should be okay. Lot G, what's going on? is a lot of people that are like you know promoting stuff and they're taking up a lot of parking spots. But I'm I'm gonna I, I never really complain about the Eagles too much. Like the Eagles, the organization, but in terms of um, there's a lot of people out there doing good. There's a lot of diehard Eagle fans that are out there early in the morning to get a parking spot. These are just also family members who have spent years and years tailgating so a lot of these people have their particular spot we're talking about we want to have that good vibes you want to the good luck charm of have being in the same tailgate spot well that didn't happen in lot g they made people park where they assigned you so they they gave you an assigned parking spot and it was the weirdest dumbest thing because the security guards are telling you to do this but they know it's a really stupid idea they said hey, you gotta park here. I said, our tailgate's way over there. They said, All right, we'll let you go and park here. We know that you got a tailgate. we we'll... so they'll let me drop off our stuff. And I tried to hide it out for half half hour. Then they sent security over and they're like, Hey, you gotta move your car back over to other spot. And I said, Does that make any sense? He's like, dude, I know it doesn't make any sense. Right, you know, I was like, You're just doing your job. Yeah, okay. No, uh, and but-
2: that's that's the shittiest part about it is that like ultimately these decisions are being made by people that aren't down there in the lots on Sunday, and uh, the people that are just sitting there enforcing it are catching the the brunt of it from everybody, including myself. Who I, I arrived, I was like, I need to fucking yell at somebody, bro. <laughs> um, it was it was super aggravating, man. Especially for um, you know, I w- me and you, uh, Prime. The whole crew, we have traveled to many stadiums. Uh, Very fortunate to travel to many different away games. And as the resident bathroom connoisseur, I can tell you that Philadelphia, the link, has some of the worst bathroom situations going on <laughs> in the country okay the the the, 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 the county situation is 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 bottom of the barrel in the country and for you to not only you know we show up we pay for a parking spot we don't get to the side where we park and then you don't even clean the portage ons like um it's it's kind of disgraceful if I'm being honest with you
1: the funny thing is is not the funny thing is when you when you watch a guy like Evan carrying a grill on his back because the, because the parking lot is closed because they're only allowing permit people. Now, okay. what this does to the parking situation, it, it makes it that all these people that want to pay money with their card, they can't now. They're moved to a different lot. So all these people that don't have permits can't get in. Now, these people with the permits who are hardly anyone because the permits are what? F like 150 bucks,
2: yeah, 150
1: crazy amounts of
2: dollars. That's per game, that's not like a flat fee. That's a per game you pay 150.
1: So when it's normally 45 bucks, so the fact that nobody wants to pay a parking permit price, but by the time all these people have gone the other way, it is now around hours later. And now, now that section lot G is closed. So now these people, not people, the organization is not getting the cash money because the lots are closed
2: suppose supposedly what had happened uh i can't verify that this is what happened but word on the street is is that at the last home tailgate um the owners of the lot um had sent up a drone and they were looking at (laughs) drone gate yeah they they were looking at all of the empty parking spots they were looking at all of the spots that were uh you know people double parking that sort of thing so that they can have more spaces to allow them to throw a tailgate um they were just counting up empty parking spots and they said that we're missing out on too much money and that's why that's what forced the assigned parking thing um it's a tough situation if i'm being honest with you because I get it. I think I th- I get it. I I understand why you want to get money, uh but the thing is is that it's screwing with everybody's everybody's like, you know, their spots, their traditions where where we meet up. And I get that the suits don't care about that. They just care about the bottom line. So uh, it's a tough situation to be in because I don't really see it changing. I think that this is going to continue to happen. And um, it's one of those situations where we just have to kind of deal with it and figure it out. They don't care that it's ruining tailgates. They just care that they're getting more money. So You
1: you know, it's it's all about the vibe sometimes. And uh, shout out to Jesse. He's making his first time at the link coming this Sunday. And hopefully just follow our socials. We'll tell you where to go. I tried to give an update, and it was just annoying as shit. But I was just, like, trying to give everyone an idea of where we're going to be at. Uh Um, So the fact that uh, people didn't get – two loss was great so i'm glad that uh people actually made it um and and shout out to the people that um actually you know had a good time and weathered the storm and just overall had a good time because i me personally i was like man i feel bad (laughs) i feel bad because we're you know i'm just like i felt bad but uh how did you feel prime i mean coming in uh coming in hot how you feeling
3: What's going on? Feeling great, man. Uh, Still kind of recovering from Sunday, bro. I mean, listen, you know, we were the real ones that stuck it out through that game. Eventually, we did talk about exiting a little bit early. the way things were going, the conditions we were in, the shit that we were dealing with all day. Um, But I'm glad uh, we gave each other that look and decided to go ahead and stick it out with the team like we normally do, and that's what we did, man. The outcome was great. It was a good time. Um, It was i got I, I gotta say it's probably one of the best games I watched all year in that in that stadium this year. so it was it was fun. <laughs> there'
1: was one was one time i had I had pushed prime the farthest I had ever pushed him. and he he I think he went like seven rows and then he just turned around and was like back to normal. Uh, and because I think we were just in a state of like shock of like, I can't believe what we're watching. I mean, first let's let's talk about the fuck.
2: Like, I'm um, not to swear, but let's talk about the fucking. Not, not bitch. to swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In no. the rain, no, let's put some respect on Jake Elliott's name, bro. Fifty nine yards, uh, yeah. you know I mean? wow. yards in the rain. To
3: my co-host, my co-host, because you know, I mean, my boy came through. Wow, fifty nine yards in the rain, in the rain. Like it was, it was, it was great to see, man. Like. I'm not going to lie, Evan. My head was turned. My head was <laughs> turned when the kick was being made. My head was turned. Uh-huh. And when Gail reacted, the fans reacted. <laughs> we all reacted. And, I, I mean, it was just like, holy shit. Like, I was uh, crazy, bro.
2: Was I, I, crazy. I, for one, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I turned to my roommate. We were watching the game at my place. And I said to him, I was like, if there was anybody on earth I wanted to make this kick right now, it's Jake Elliott so I had confidence and then uh dude like I just it's one of those situations you remember how Jake used to be a lot less um accurate from from shorter yardage my man has never in his whole career not been accurate from deep and he's always been clutch i mean I'm not sure if you saw that stat but i think it was he's either seven for seven or eight for eight now in um getting Like uh, either tying in the fourth quarter or winning? I got some numbers for you,
1: Uh, Ev. I almost called you Elliot. Uh, Jake Elliott became only the fifth kicker in NFL history with three career field goals of at least 59 yards. Man is nine for nine on game tying or game winning field goals in his career. And is three for three from 59 yards plus. I, you 100%. know what I, I think it's I think you gotta we have to have tip um prime because he was also in a commercial with Jake Elliott yep. gave him some words of wisdom that he that he needed to hear but like a couple podcasts ago when I when I told you I was watching him kick the at the New York Jets game and he was banging 59 six fifty sixty yard kicks and I was like god damn Jake Jake is killing him and the fact that he had missed that one kick. That's why I was so shocked that game that he missed. I was like, "Bro, was not missing a damn thing." But did, again, any,
2: it, did anyone else notice that? Um, and I think I think it's one of the the dumber things that happens. But I understand why it happens. Did you guys notice that they didn't ice him? I thought that was pretty. They did. Boring. They did. Ice Whoa, him. They, 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 they
3: ice. did. They tried. Yeah, they called the timeout, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's what I was just getting ready to talk about. Even though I turned my head to not see the kick. I gotta say that when I saw him, when they called the timeout, Jake Elliott had explained to me when we were in the process of making that commercial together. He has like this little system where he doesn't really talk to nobody. He stays to himself. You know what I mean? Like when it when it comes to these clutch moments, he's kind of like the pitcher at, on the a bench, no hitter. At hitter. The, yeah. Right at the at at a baseball game that's in the process of about to get a no hitter. He he's focused. He's all in. So that's what he did. And then when they called the timeout, he ran from the huddle. He ran up back like maybe about a good 15, 20 yards to stay away from the conversation, from anybody even saying anything to getting in his head, whatever. And then when the time, when, you know, when the commercial timeout came back, he walked back into the huddle. And then that's when I turned my head, and you know what I mean? And just waited for this thing. Like, holy shit. When that, when, like I said, when he made the field goal, I was like, yo, Jake's got his system. He's got his system down pat. And then look at these numbers that Joe just threw up. speaks for itself that's the reason why he's got that little system he's got going on
1: now early in the season when he made it he banged a uh, crazy kick i think it was um against the vikings maybe he um we saw him i saw him doing like these mental uh mental reps in his head he ran out and he was like kicking like he was about to kick it meanwhile the other team was on the other side of the field just getting ready i was like this guy is on another level In, in in terms of just being a guy that like if you saw him on the street you wouldn't you wouldn't know that he had goat status like you would think bro bro is just a, a regular degular but that dude is far from regular degular you know he's one of the most competitive uh, players on this team in terms of other competitive sports that they play the you know shooting hoops home run derbies we've seen him on win we've seen him we've heard about his, his his abilities in other uh competitive games they have he's just a all around great athlete. og yeah. yeah
2: yeah um and he is I, I without bias he is uh one of the best kickers in the league um i mean I, I everybody and their mother except for eagles fans would tell you that uh you know Justin Tucker still has that nod but he's chipping away at him man he's chipping away
1: <laughs> kickers are people too man not that only are close. kickers
2: people too i i put out there um the night that we won, listen, the moments that Jake Elliott has had, and this is only like, it's not a, a, a long, a super long time. He's been here. I think he's been here since uh, 2016 or 2017, but for um, all of the moments he's had, whether it be the catalyst, the starting, um, the catalyst of starting the run uh, in 2017, where he kicked that 62 year old bomb against the Giants, Whether it be winning the Super Bowl, whether it be games like these, dude, he's approaching having his jersey in the rafters. I know people don't want to hear about it for a kicker, but you got to give respect and respects, too.
3: I mean, he played a big factor in our Super Bowl run because, I mean, if it wasn't for that 61-yard
2: field goal, yeah, you're right. We don't don't have the Super Bowl run last year either. Right. But
3: he he still has plenty of time left in the tank, man, for him (laughs) to go ahead and add on to these stats, so. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a resume he's building up to being part of that uh, that jersey getting hung up or, or retired. So I'm with you. Shout
1: out to Anthony uh, Sinwell. He's uh, He he's living in the Buffalo area. So this week, he gets to pump his chest in, in, in <laughs> his his hometown area. I mean, that's that's the thing that you like, man. Uh, did you did you
3: talk did you talk about our, our, our audience we had in front of us? Did, uh, oh, the
1: Dawkins. Yeah, yeah the Dawkins clan, oh, which was man, very man. interesting.
3: Very, very.
1: Because they all were smaller dudes, and I'm like, "Yo, your bro is like six five. How did you guys get the short end of the stick?" They're like, "Yo, we we players too, bro. We we players too." I'm like, "All right, that's cool. That's cool." Um, yeah, Coach
3: was, Wood is that happy. Was a, that, was a, that was an interesting crowd that, uh, to have in front of us. That um, night. I mean, my man.
2: Just, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, I was just saying. My man made it very clear who he's there representing. I mean, he was saying it with his chest and everything, like, "Yeah, that's my brother." And then I don't know, Evan. Like at times when he was coming in for the for the dap and everything, my oh, man it was like, "You know what I mean?" Oh, Give did you? Did he break? Your,
1: did he broke break your arm too? He, he, he tried broke to my
3: arm, and back, like, Jesus bro, that's what I, like, I told, right. I like.
1: I told I told Ed the same thing. I'm like, bro, he tried to break my back. Like,
3: yeah, like I get <laughs> my it, bro. Back is like, back right, fine <laughs> But I mean, it was it was it was all love. <laughs> I mean, the one, so it was two brothers, and suppose supposedly these guys were actually older than. Uh, my man that plays for the bills so um yeah the one um he was saying that he was the eagles fan but they're representing the bills his brother i get it um so he was like all over the place with the cheering and everything like you know i mean one minute he's cheering for us the next minute he's cheering for them i was like okay the other brother was around for a little bit but then you know i mean he started like ghosting a little bit and then there was that one dude that was just there the whole game and the shit talking The level of the shit talking was was great, man. I mean, you know, you know me by now when I'm at these games, I'm all about finding who's gonna be my bitch for the game. And as soon as they were walking in, like, yeah, I got I I had a whole row of bitches, you know what I mean? So I was good. I was good. And then there was especially this one that really stuck out where he was talking shit, but he was talking (laughs) shit behind two bigger gentlemen. He was literally behind them. But talking that shit like he, up but, in the air. But he was
1: like 5'42. He was five. Yeah, three,
3: but, but he was talking all that shit like up in the air. They like, fuck y'all Eagles man. And they hide it. Fly Eagles fly. I hate that fucking song. And then hide it. So I I am watching this dude. I'm like, you know what? You know the fuck, man. If you're gonna fucking talk shit, talk shit with your chest, like get the fuck in front of the front of the line and and, and talk. Like stop yeah. with the hiding shit. Yo, they started laughing. I was like, yo, yeah, these Buffalo boys are, are crazy. I was like, yo, is that your man's? Your man's is a bitch. Yeah, because he's over there hiding talking shit. Like, if he's gonna talk, let him talk. He yo, yeah, he was just like, oh nah. Then all of a sudden he started working his way to the front, but he wasn't talking that much shit, man. It was just like uh oh.
2: I think yeah. uh while while we're on the topic of talking shit, I mean we could talk about one of the other bigger stories that came out of this out in the stands. I mean, how about that big old baby Jordan Phillips, uh getting my man a uh Shoving a fan? Well, what, what, yeah. What's it, what's yeah the, did um, you see the shit that came it, out today?
1: I, was it Lawson who
3: actually shoved well, him? And Lawson actually went up to his face, but Phillips, like Evan said, is the one that actually pushed him. Um, it was a lot of – you know what I mean? Lawson claimed these guys were threatening him, his family, and all that stuff. Like, look, man, I've been to games. I just didn't see it. And then, Evan, not to mention, uh, we had – an actual CSC security worker show up to the tailgate. Um, I know you were you were occupied with getting the grill and all that stuff ready. I'm not sure if you met him. Um, I think his name was Joe. I think it was Joe. I can't re- I can't remember right now. But anyway, we we were really shooting the shit. It was his first tailgate. He's been wanting to attend our tailgates for the longest, but of course he has to work. So um, we we're, we're talking, and he told me like all these conversations people do have on the field, especially players. Like, players come out the mouth with shit talking mm-hmm. to the fans.
2: Because what, they can get what, away with it.
3: Right. What was described by Phillips about this fan, it was what the guy was telling me is the total opposite of what players actually say to fans. You know what I mean? Like, they're the ones threatening families and shit like that. Like, they're the ones, you know what I mean, talking real real cocky out the mouth because, yeah, they can get away with it because they're players. But then I go back to seeing – And he claimed, again, that he was getting threatened. But I just sent you guys, like, two minutes ago a video. This man, not one time do you hear him saying he was just really laughing it up and telling them that he's butthurt about how we came back and how we kept on – how we did what we were doing in that game. And that was it. That's all you heard in that little video. Now, mind you, it was just a small clip.
2: But I just don't see – To your point, to your point. I mean, I have seen there's been I I saw initially, uh, you know, it play out where the push happened and then we're waiting on information to come out about that. And then uh, Phillips ends up saying that he was making threats to his life, his family, yada, yada, yada. And then the footage of people that were actually filming around that area. That started to come out, and you don't hear any of that. You don't Nothing. hear any of that, that shit talk Nothing. that this player is claiming that was made, but you yep. do see, um, you know, the players out on the field and they're doing the, you know, I'm going to put you to sleep type thing, all those types of things. The players are saying, uh, right. I didn't hear one other than just simple, you know, ribbing of like, you know, aha, <laughs> you guys are losing. Like, yeah. I didn't hear anything that was egregious, that was worthy of a shove. I got to tell you, though, that guy that got shoved, he he lived the life that night. You think about watching that comeback as an Eagles fan, and then you get to sue a weak Yo. ass Bills player for assault. Are you dumb what I, mean, I, I, I would have went, went, went home and had my, my roommate just punch me in the shoulder as hard as he can do. Look how this fucking <laughs> bruised, bro. Look what he did to me.
3: Yo, <laughs> I wanted to be that fan so bad. I, I told, oh, dude, I he got the home. bag. Yeah, as soon as I came home uh, yesterday, when they pronounced, when they started announcing it on ESPN, yeah. I'm telling Auto, I'm like, Yo, God, I wish that was me. Like, yeah. That-
2: and like the thing is, it won't go to trial; they'll settle, but he'll settle for yeah. like thirty grand, bro. But exactly, <laughs> like this- I even announced it at
3: work today. Like, God, I wanted to be that fan because one, I'd be getting paid. I'd fuck around and quit this goddamn job today if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Two, you know what I mean? Like, I'm that guy. How? I saw the video of him like mocking him. I'm that guy. I would have been laughing, like, yo, you butt hurt. You butt hurt. Like, that's how that's me. Like, and that guy, that's all he was just doing. And for them to go ahead and get that upset, like, it was crazy,
2: man. And, it bro, really like, you, th- you think about how, like, a fan, they are talk- going back to the uh, assigned parking, assigned seating, all that. Like, a fan, they have, like, a one-square-foot area that they're allowed to stand <laughs> in in the game. you got your seat. That player went right up to him, bro. It's not like the fan <laughs> approached him. Exactly. That player went up to him. They could stay wherever the hell they want on the sideline. Right. Um, you got yourself into trouble, bro, and yeah. you deserve to get fined. You deserve to get suspended. And <laughs> we'll see you in the playoffs, maybe. Loser.
1: Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Nady uh, with the sheet. Uh, he he. he uh, shout out to he put forth and join on the sheet, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank big you. shout out to. Chris. If you if put you don't, Thank you, man. if you, if you've been hiding on a rock or you just uh, or your you were Han Solo and you're frozen for like a decade or something, not know let Nady has the epic signs um at the end of the at the end of the game it's it's a, it's a must see tv after every w after every game uh has got something going on with the sign i still don't know how he gets gets that off and figures out that stuff but he does he does uh michael says there's more rain on sunday potentially i'm kind of i'm kind of tired of the rain man
2: <laughs> Bro, I'm, you. I'm exhausted. I'm
1: exhausted. I got home. Uh, Caesar says he's still soaked from that day. When I got home, well, when I got back, when we, when we left the game, me and Prime were sitting in the car because we, <laughs> traffic was everywhere, and and Evan Hollywood Hearn's cheesesteak steak, um, bread, leftover bread. I, I, you know, Prime was like, Yo, I still got one. I got one roll left. I got a couple rolls left. And I said, Yo, you got, you got an extra. Me and him were sitting in the car,
2: just eating bread. Just <laughs> eating just bread. Eating you
1: ever bread. see that meme with that, that, that little uh, black kid where he's just eating the bread? His eyes are closed, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "That was me." I was like, and I was so, I was so happy, man. I was. I don't think I haven't been that happy. I think I was. I, I, I was so happy. I was. The, the car smelled like wet cat urine, and, <laughs> and, and 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 smelled like victory as well um from a good tailgate but also from a great game but um shout out to evan hollywood the the bread was amazing
2: yeah bro i'm I'm glad you enjoyed it i've done the same thing on uh it was a couple weeks ago i uh i was going to it was one of the morning tailgates and um i think it was the one first kc just last week but I, i i was chilling in line for a minute and i was starving and I just topped out a line. I just cracked into the the bag of bread in the back. I offered a, a roll to the person that was sitting behind me in line. I'm like, you wanna, you want an empty roll? <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. I I'm when I saw person.
3: that bag sitting over there, I was like, oh hell no! I've tied that bad boy up. I threw Those it are good rolls. Oh, makes some it meatball helps. sandwiches. The, or best, something. the best ones. I I, I still actually. I actually brought two back home, and I made uh cheese and salami sandwich That's, yesterday.
1: Can, a, a, can I? Can I live that. too? Can I live too? Yeah, I mean, shout shout out to Marissa with the breaking news. You broke it before we could break it. But uh, Jennifer Slay said she is coming to the tailgate this weekend, and she's bringing the famous banana pudding. So, we, oh. last time she served the banana pudding, it got a little nutty. So. You're going to have to get there early to get she, some.
2: She showed up at the perfect time last time.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it yeah. gets a little there there will be a uh I'm sure Prime will uh let everyone know where they should stand to get the banana pudding cuz uh we'll be serving it up. So the banana pudding is is amazing. I'm just I'm just being honest, it is it is it's classic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm, uh, I'm nervous about this uh this parking situation, but we, w- we will prevail
1: <laughs> and i think we always do that's what i'm saying like it, like the eagles they they find a way and of course in john tailgate or the, your the podca- or podcast we find a way uh we could we could tailgate anywhere it does we could pop up anywhere mm-hmm. so uh, like the eagles we can win in various ways uh but if we get back to some um give, we want to give out our um our offensive mvp um, I'm gonna have to go with Jalen Hurts on this one, hands down. Uh, I guess he, he just leads the ship, and um, the Seagulls team, man, uh, is, is way better with a guy like Jalen Hurts on this football team. MVP status, too, by the way.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I want want to be different and choose a different person, but I think after that game, man, it's impossible not to go Jalen Hurts. I mean, he put the entire team on his back Um, with Jalen Hurts. uh, I I mean, you heard Brandon Graham say it. uh, We was talking about, you know, you don't know Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Like we know Jalen Hurts because as soon as Buffalo kicked that field goal and we had time to march down the field, I was like, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, you gave us too much time. We uh, and it's amazing to be an Eagles fan and to have that because I remember years ago, like that was reserved for the the Packers fans and the Aaron Rodgers of the world, where you know you give him a minute thirty and a timeout, Aaron Rodgers can march march down the field on you, no problem. Mm-hmm. I now have that feeling with Jalen Hurts, where like you give him a minute and a half, he's had so many game winning drives just this year, just these past two weeks. How how could you not be confident in the man? And um, yeah, dude, I think Jalen Hurts has got to be the offensive MVP.
1: What do you got, Brian? I'm
3: gonna go uh because y'all y'all name Jalen is definitely Jalen, but I'm gonna also show love to Devontae, man. He came in clutch with the two two big plays that he had. I mean, he's he definitely was big. And you I mean, you can either go Swift or Devontae because Swift was yo, was Kelsey key too, as well. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, all I'm gonna say is that whole second half these guys made the adjustments that needed to be made and they came through with the big W. So, I mean, like the offensive MVP, honestly, could be can be shared all amongst those guys. They all did their thing and it was key. Clutch, now,
1: man. to your point, Prime, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, in terms of uh, A.J. Brown getting the bracket and the fact that uh, he's only had uh, 11, 111 yards the last three weeks, that's A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith has 23 catches for 355 yards and three TDs in his last four games. He's showing up, uh, up big time. He's on pace for 85 catches for a 1, thousand, 140 yards and eight TDs. Again, like that was, that was a, another one of our fourth and John selections yeah. in the offseason. Very high on him. Very. I, I, I love the pick. I love the mental, the, the mental makeup. Um, I just love everything about. Uh,
2: why, why do you Smith. Why, do, why do you think that AJ Brown has been kind of? Uh, I mean, he had a decent game. He had some nice clutch catches in there, but why do you think he's been kind of lost in the sauce the past couple? years? Nah, he,
1: he's just getting bracketed. Uh, and again, I, when I went on that Chiefs podcast, uh, Arrow Addict, I told him that if I'm any defensive coordinator, I'm bracketing the hell out of him, doubling and making someone else beat you. And Devontae Smith is showing that you can't you can't do that. Because your cb2 is not good enough to, to cover him and um bro that one that the one that he caught in the seams was ah uh, jalen was like you know put it like when your quarterback throws you a ball in the seams and you're a wide receiver you know that you you can either get your teeth knocked out if his safety's in the mix but he's like yo thank thank for thanks thank you to jalen for throwing me a ball or it wasn't a murder ball
2: so that's that that's I just wanted to get to is that like you look at, especially between him and Josh Allen, like the two different like throwing styles
0: new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc at highland we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes there's no customer pain point too small for us to help with Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at Highland.com. has
2: been like? People have said shit about Jalen Hurts throwing picks this year. Josh Allen has been uh, the league leader so far. And you look at the touch that Jalen Hurt puts on the ball and how he just kind of floats it in there. Um, you know, it's a very catchable football, whereas there was a couple passes from Josh Allen. I think, you know, a couple of them were even completions, but, dude, he rifles that fucking thing, bro.
1: As a wide receiver, I, hated, I I would hate when quarterbacks would just show off the, like, bro, you don't have to be farf. Yeah. Bro, with touch. <laughs> So like Dan run Marino,
3: because Dan Marino used to miss some bitches in there too. Bro,
1: and it's the rain; like you don't, know when you don't need to show off the arm when you don't but
3: have. But the it. Key, but the key thing is, it wasn't our quarterback doing it; it was there. So I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, and then you got Diggs, who is all-pro wide receiver. I mean, there was a couple drops on his behalf as well. That with those balls that were getting there. Honestly, you know, the rain, I get it. But hey, listen, man, you're in the NFL for a reason. You should be making those catches. But I gotta say, I'm glad you did. it.
1: Uh going to come up with our defensive MVP. Um, oof. I'm a, ah, I, think,
2: I think it's JC, man. Um, Jalen Carter you know, continues to ball out, uh, continues to get penetration, and then he also had that blocked kick, man. I don't think that uh, we end up in overtime had he not gotten a Paul on that ball, man. So I'm going to give it to Jalen Carter for an all round effort
1: mm all right let's see i i think i think carter was tough i think uh who else was tough
2: jordan
3: Davis. brandon was brandon was playing his game brandon
1: brandon, brandon. brandon was playing brandon
3: his game. i would love to give you know what i mean a, a whole lot of credit to bradbury but you know the, the interception was key was big shout out to gail for making the call on that one that was the reason why <laughs> you know what i mean we had we had a shoving match going on there Damn guy, damn guy, sitting there. He's like, yo, he's about to throw the digs. Briarberry comes in there, makes the interception. This is where Gail pushes me, like almost half down the, the the aisle. I go down there. I'm like, okay, I was back.
1: <laughs> I, this this that's why these seats are so key because you get to see the all twenty two. And I'm like, I said, I, I was like, yo, I said, uh, I said, Josh is about to throw the out. He's gonna throw the out. I was like, the digs, the digs to out, and all, and the fact that uh Bradbury, you know they had him in a bind they 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 played played him well. they kind of baited him into that and then that's he, he I love when I love when they 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 roll off coverage and, and pick off uh, QB that's like the the best kind of interception who had the last one like byard byard had one no who no I think um
2: talk about the previous game
1: I know Bradbury had a couple last year like coming off of uh, coverage yeah
2: Bradberry yeah has got one. a
1: couple like that too um who else did anyone in the, in the chat uh
2: they were saying a lot of bg there was uh jordan davis was thrown out there um cunningham i think was was a good one oh uh, sorry uh, kelly um, wilson mentions how uh, cunningham has been big this season and uh you know obviously he went down but um Dallas
3: came in and made a huge uh um huge stop. play yeah made a he huge did miss on the
1: back. he did miss that play where uh I think uh, Bradbury thought he had an inside help and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ellis just fired up. So it, it is what it is. Um, um, I, I missed – there was a question that a lot of people were seeing the post. If you were following our, our social media feeds, been trying to keep you guys updated. Um, Shaq or Darius Leonard, as you want to call him, um, he left Dallas with with no contract. So he's coming to the Eagles for a visit tomorrow this is uh words from um mr uh clark uh he said that he'll be in at the nova care tomorrow he's coming to, to, to a situation where he has uh, a relationship with sirianni also at the same training facility he trained with uh Devante smith so they're pretty good friends so you know a little rent, rent and stimpy action yeah
2: um i i uh i'm actually pretty confident that uh, I think that he ends up uh, leaving the building with a contract. The thing is, is that like it's expectation. So like what, what is your expectations for, let's say we were to sign Shaq Leonard, like uh, what kind of impact do you anticipate out of him? Um, because I, mean, they, I, think, I I think it's one of those things um, where we're, we're kind of getting caught up in the name type thing. Like, I, I just think – I think there is a reason that he's available right now, and I think there is a reason that he left Dallas without a contract. Like, um, you know, have those injuries finally caught up to him in his career is what I'm thinking.
1: Mm, I think, you know, he he dealt with the injury. Is he the same person? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's the same exact person, but I think this day and age when you need depth and you need a, a player with his experience, we'll take it – I mean, we, we're we we're, we're out there running Van Sumeren. A undrafted uh, linebacker from Michigan State. Well, so I'm not, you know, you make it, you get an opportunity to play as a UDFA. It's, it's, that's cool and all, but we're, mm-hmm. we're a team that's contending. And the way our linebackers are, are, are set up um, with uh, Nicobe Dean out at the moment and Cunningham dealing with a hamstring that leaves you with Ellis. And a lot of prayers on your hands. Um, you know, Moro is Moro. Like you saw him get beat in space against um, – um, what's his name? Their running back. Um, drops happened. Oh, he, oh. He, he got the MV uh, MVS award this week for drops. <laughs> yeah. um, so I like that. I mean, you just want to bring some, some talent in um, to compete. And I think at this point in time, uh, as you saw, the Eagles just waived Josiah Scott. Was also, you know, shout out to you for your service the last couple weeks when you had had to play, or forced to play. But <laughs> I think he was the one guy. Once I saw him get released, I was like, bro, they gotta be, they gotta be signing. Well, I
3: mean, they, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you bring up you bring up a good point. I mean, it's, it's it's definitely a thought that it has crossed my mind. Like he left Dallas today with no contract you know is there something we don't know that they may have seen is there something out there about you you know I mean has, has uh, father time caught up to you I mean yeah I know you're 28 years old but I mean you're playing in the NFL the body takes beating for so many years you know it starts dwelling on you um but could it be the total opposite Gail mentioned he has a relationship with Sirianni he has a friendship with Smith um you know the 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 atmosphere here in Philadelphia, could that be playing a factor? Could the 10-1 record be playing a factor? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's a lot of things that we could actually look at this. But um, I'm going to be honest with you. I know this man is Darius Leonard. I've watched him. He's great. He's a good linebacker. <laughs> I I think it would definitely be a, a step up, and I'm not taking it in the way. You know, I don't hold back from linebackers. I've, I've already proven that. I already made that comment at the autism, you know. I had no, 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 no fucks given when it comes to letting us let people know if we got a real running back, linebacker or not. Um, <clears throat> we had high hopes on Dean. That didn't go well, so we got to do something. I mean, bro, we're all in. We are yep. all in this season again. So why not? I mean, yeah, the name speaks for itself. Leonard is is key. So I mean, I think it'll be a slight upgrade from what we got. You put all three of those pieces together, you know. What I mean, some way, somehow, it's going to go ahead and complete that puzzle.
2: And um you know, I just want to touch on this one thing. Uh, lo- I love Wink. Uh, you know, c- comes to the tailgate all the time. But he says we need to value linebackers more. I used to be a believer of this Wink. I used to be, but the way that we just keep on winning, I don't know if we do need to value linebackers more. Well, <laughs> you know, we, I think Howie is- Roseman knows more than we do personally. No,
1: nah, I mean, I think I, I think Athletic. You know, the, w- the one time that I pushed for linebacker heavy and again i should be on the staff guys fred warner uh from byu at the time i was like that's the guy like that's the guy you go get
2: jok still performing well by the way
1: and that Growing one that ev one out there ev should be on the uh staff too i think we should um get a little cheese here <laughs> uh but i think uh you know in terms of getting they should value more athletic linebackers um because in right now the you know at who was the other linebacker uh We had Nigel Bradham. Mm-hmm. Uh We had Michael Kendricks the Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. And then – Najee Good? Yeah, Najee Good. I remember him in space getting cooked. The first – that was the first touchdown they scored, I believe. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, a team that has won with those kind of linebackers. <sighs> just get one. Just get one dog. Just get one dog. Well, in the I, th- movie, I right? think
2: Dean was supposed to be that dog, and they were anticipating him being that dog this year. But, you know.
1: So uh, who's your unsung hero? Um, uh, Marissa out here says her unsung hero is Oz. Um, Number
2: four, Jake the make, the leg, Uh, Jake Elliott. I mean, um, I get that like a lot of people, I'm not so sure if are going to view him as unsung, but like as a special teams player, as a kicker, uh, shouldn't get lost in the the conversation. He was a major, major reason as the, but pretty much the reason that we went to over time. And gave us a shot to win that game, so got to give my flowers to Jake.
1: I think there's a whole bunch of unsung heroes. Like the beginning, my intro, I I try to name off some players, but I like you talk about Driscoll coming in. He just said, you know, coming in, and they were like, "How did you deal with that?" He's like, "My job is to be ready." Again, we talk about, I, you know, I'm gonna go, you know, Oz. Like Oz, he's another guy. Uh, His job is to be ready. Like we talked about production from wide receiver three and wide receiver four and what that would look like hoping that we would get that from um quest Watkins you know uh alamade uh, I put the pronunciation so that Olamide. you can you could you you could put some respect on his name <laughs> ulama day he has seven receptions on the year 116 yards and two touchdowns on the season oz is showing up when the other Guy who's also has a Z at the end of his name isn't showing up. This Oz is okay, so I feel like you know he doesn't have that many targets, but when your number is called, this is how you become an unsung hero. And the, the our beat reporter was like, What was going through your head when you uh that ball was up in the air? He said, Uh, catch that, shit.
0: <laughs>
2: relatable,
1: relatable. And he's a, he's a hometown kid, imagine the high right now that. The, I well, we went way too far without mentioning. I'll give another unsung hero to DeAndre Swift. Jalen calls him the igniter. Like he ignites his offense. I think there's a lot of runs. He's shown his ability. Um, his uh jump cuts, his change of direction has been phenomenal. He he's a beast right now. He
3: mm-hmm. definitely is. Uh have you you had already mentioned uh, Jake and Jay definitely um deserves the reward, but you know, what I mean the name that people keep mentioning here too is, is Zacchaeus, man. Uh seeing that live, seeing seeing the way Jalen was kind of like leading him down, uh kind of directing him. Like if if in the in the play, Jalen is telling him to just keep going further back. Like go back there, go back there. And we're there not realizing that it was Zacchaeus. We're thinking it's one of the key wide receivers, like AJ or Devontae. And here this guy gets in the air. Like it was, it was just so cool to see live. He jumps up in the air and he made that catch. Everybody stood up. You didn't see the part of him coming down. Well, I couldn't see that part because everybody stood up. But man, it was just like another moment with me and Gail. Like me and Gail, we just kept on pushing each other. Like <laughs> we could have been fighting. <laughs> That's how much pushing we did. Like it was crazy. <laughs> like to, to see that shit live, to see that kid catch that ball. It was it was a great moment for him. And I'm glad he got to have it. Because like yo, he's been clutch. I know, I know the stats really ain't ain't much there, but yo, the two TDs that he has have been
2: clutch. And I I think that um, I think something gets forgotten about in all of this is that uh, dude, we went through hell with with poor wide receivers on this Eagles team. I mean, uh, before we got AJ, before we got Devontae. It was Drek, man. And uh, there was two wide receivers in particular that were the bane of our existence, that being Jalen Rager and Mm -hmm. J-Jaw. And this has been, like, when I tell you night and day about, like, what I think about our wide receiving core, and, like, those are back-end guys. Like, when when we, at the end of the J-Jaw and Jalen Rager era, they were wide receivers three and four. They were not key guys that you lean on, but just the fact that they were lingering there. You you had this doubt about this team, about this wide receiving group, but now, like, it's a bunch of dogs. And that's uh-huh. exactly what you need. You need to remove the cancerous parts from the team, and you are left with dogs. And, like, I see a guy like, uh, out there, like, uh, like Oz, and, um, you know, he's a wide receiver four, but like him going up there and getting that ball, I have confidence in him, unlike those previous guys.
1: It's the whole team, and the, uh, mental makeup of these of our whiteouts mm-hmm. i know a.j brown is is a phenomenal talent he's a he's he's super beastly that the fact that you got to double team him if not you're in trouble uh, i think we're talking about a heisman trophy winners uh let us not forget at his weight frame that a lot of a lot of people were were just uh downplaying his ability um bro he he i mean our our our, our weapons are serious and again let's not forget about um uh, Dallas Goddard. He, they said that uh, he's making a push to play first the 49ers if that's possible. But it's it's most likely he'll be ready for the Cowboys. Cowboys. So why not have Cowboys. Dallas in Dallas and beat Dallas after drafting Dallas in fr- front of Dallas?
2: <laughs>
1: that would be that'll be amazing. Um, Did
3: you write
2: that down? Yeah, I, th- I, I I think I followed. <laughs> uh did
1: you do you want to give a t- temple shout out? Temple tough to uh yo know, Hassan Reddick when I, when he sacks a quarterback, this is what I what I what I mean when he sacks a quarterback, when he throws him down violently and he gives the what but when he throws him down that violently or they they lose their balance and then he that's that is my that is probably my most favorite thing to watch on a game day.
2: Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, I think one of my favorite things to watch from this previous game day, um, and it's not something we've talked about yet, but the disparity of of penalties. Um, I mean, the Buffalo Bills played themselves out of that game, if I'm being completely honest with you. I mean, penalty after penalty, uh, just dumb decisions. Versus, And there's a lot of people that aren't Eagles fans that want to point to that and be like, oh, you know, the Eagles are getting unfair or they're getting, uh, you know, unfair treatment they're getting the benefit of the doubt from the refs and all this if you go back and you watch the penalties they're penalties man you the the bills are playing undisciplined football and they had to deal with that they had to deal with the penalty yardage all of that that comes with it so with this eagles team um not only are they balling but they're playing extremely disciplined um so that that is that speaks to the coaches and that speaks to the vets on this team
1: Mm. Uh, Jimmy said, he'll see you guys. We'll see you, us on Sunday. I think i uh, 40. I think this game is again, we're going to go into de- detail on Thursday. Prime, are you around Thursday?
3: I'm going to try my hardest, man. End of month. is it's, it's, is, is hard. I would love to be on the show because I got so much shit to talk about. I'm going to be, like, be like, I'm
1: like, Yo, how you feel? Good, man. How you feel? Great, man. Uh, <laughs> we'll, well, no, we'll figure it out. Cause we, we, we do definitely have to break this one down. Yeah, we'll bring yeah, someone sure. in, um, off the, uh, off the bench. Uh, but I think um, this 49 49er, 49er game is some, something that everyone's talking about already. I think um, again, I love the fact that we're underdogs, but um,
2: how is that even possible?
1: I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm not worried about
2: it either. I'm, I'm just I like saying it. like how, how,
3: because, man, you know, everybody thinks the world about these 49ers <laughs> and Cowboys. Yeah. So let, let them let it be, man. Let it be. I'm good. I want to be the underdog. That's why I'm saying I love it. Fucking bring the 49ers on. Like at, right now at work, and I got 49er fans and Cowboy fans teaming up. Well, you know, you know, what's you know, it's like, funny. I'm, too I'm ready for it. I bet the, the, the,
2: the Cowboys fans is that like they are already. Like they have a gauntlet of their own to go through. Yeah. And they're sure. they already eyeing up that Eagles game next week. Talk about, <laughs> oh well, what, you know, you guys are gonna lose and we're gonna win. And after we win, beat you guys, then we're gonna be all tied up. It's like you guys are writing off this first game as a win. Like you gotta you gotta get through this week first before you get to us.
1: Yeah, hey, you stop worrying about us. Well, you should worry was, about us. I and
3: I and I wouldn't
2: sleep on Seattle,
3: you know. What I mean, I would not sleep on Seattle. No. so but or you, they could, are. Be, they you are. could be
1: you could be sleepless in Seattle. For a big movie buff like yourself, <laughs> uh, but if you're b- big into traveling on the road, you mentioned Seattle. Uh, that's where I'll be going. They're, they're having a trip that that's going out to Seattle for the. Uh, I'm talking about Philly sports trips. You can follow them at uh, phillysportstrips.com or sportstripsphl for more information. Uh, shout out to uh, Philly sports trips. We're, we're going to Dallas in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know how I'm going to swing that. Um, it's been an emotional roller coaster, but I felt like the first time in my life, I'm going out to Dallas, and uh, Prime Prime is riding with me, so we're gonna, you know, it's gonna be Marvel when we back to back walking through the halls of that stadium, making sure we're good. Um, but hey, hopefully our team comes out like superheroes down there. But shout out to Philly Sports Trips. Um, and show them some love. If you want to go on a trip, let them know we sent you. Yes, sir. Uh, If you see any questions in the comments or any topics that you uh, want to bring up.
2: Um, Hollis is not in the timeout, Mark. He's just not here tonight.
1: Uh, Hollis is in Milwaukee on business. Okay. He said, I'll be here next week. (laughs) Uh, Jay calls, Quez Dropkins Dropdog. <laughs> off.
2: I said, That's a good name. I don't know how that's even thought of yet. <laughs> that, that is,
1: uh, Dropkins, I like that. <laughs> we, we got Quez Dropkins, we got Talc- Talcum Jenkins, and Milk, milk <laughs> Missile as no some good names. Chalk Dog. Chalk Dog is a good one. Um, this, this Jock Talk brings up a do the Eagles need to resign Swift? I think in the land of, uh, the NFL, the running back landscape is looking pretty uh, barren when it comes to trying to get money these days. How do you, I, bro? Like I, I feel like it's a really—I don't know what it is with Swift and, and uh, with Swift and Hassan. They got this—I'm uh, not gonna say a Philly, a Philly edge to them that, or a confidence that.
2: You know they they give all vibes of the city, they they they, they identify with the city, um, young bull
1: vibes, you know, like I, I feel like
2: I don't know, though. they got it, man. We, they we got how, it. We know how Howie Roseman is with uh with running backs, so it's one of those things that I'm enjoying the times while the times are here, but it's not a guarantee that Swift is going to be here again next year. I, I think that it will be the right move, but you know, I thought last year that keeping Miles Sanders was the right move, and it wasn't so. <clears throat> And how we we trust, man?
1: Um, did you guys see? Uh, I don't. know. It's funny because Debo Samuel was one one draft prospect that I I love to break down, mm-hmm. uh, watching his tape out of South Carolina. But this dude is he he. I put out a. Uh, I don't know if you saw AJ Brown. He said he said you know it's
3: talk, talk shit on Debo. Fair, he's a big fa- whiny bitch.
1: Fair fair game to troll. Um, oh man. Fair fair game to Debo. troll Debo, um, so I, I put out a Morton Salt meme with him. Uh, hopefully, he saw that um, because he's still he's still talking trash. He called James Bradbury trash. He said, I, "I'm not breaking. I'm not taking any word back." You know,
2: screw him, bro. I think, uh, I, like I said, the Eagles have been eyeing up this uh, game on the calendar all year long, just like they have. Um, we're gonna show up. And uh they gotta, you know, they gotta play us at home again. So
1: <laughs> Liz says, I love being the underdog. Uh Marissa says in she you know she's in Dallas, she says all they have talked about here in Dallas is our game, no mention on the Seahawks. I They're like obsessed. that, man.
2: They're obsessed. You gotta
1: my thing is like when you see the way that the Eagles are winning and the fact that everybody's on riding on a, this high, mm-hmm. everyone's trying to like they want it to crumble.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, they wanted to crumble. I I, uh, I put out there, uh, that not to jump off topic, but I put out there last night. I was kind of looking. And um, in in, put yourself in the mind of Harry Roseman. Um, There's a pretty interesting name I saw that is going to be available in this offseason. Uh, one, Mike Evans. It's Mike Evans as a free agent uh, moved the needle <laughs> at all. This dude... He has 850 touchdowns. I'm sorry, 850 yards this year with fucking Baker throwing to him. Uh, I think he's got like eight or nine touchdowns. The dude gets a thousand yards every year. Um, We brought in Julio this year. Would you like to bring in a Mike Evans next year?
1: This this guy's already like off-season GM, GMing over there. Hey, if he wants to be with a winner,
2: there's no way he ends up. He resigns with Tampa. I mean that that team's dead in the water.
1: Does he want the money or does he want to win? That's that's the biggest question.
2: He's he's got he's had the money. He signed no, up I a mean, 5-year That's that's Yeah, it's you know. his decision. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean yeah. if he wants to come up the way, I love it. I love it. Um
2: Let's I don't know that's, I, saw, I saw Mike Evans, I got a little giddy cuz I was like, who's, who's going say who's going to say Roseman no to that though. No. That's a Harry Roseman move
1: bro. <laughs> Tailin says, "Prime talking shit to Cowboy fans is going to be something to be whole."
2: Stay tuned. Stay
1: hey, tuned. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a knee brace on because my uh, torn ACL is gonna have to be stable when we, when we have to uh, put up the Dukes.
3: So we're gonna have to keep our we're gonna have to keep our cameras like on uh, fully charged because I mean I'm trying to go live like every moment. Hmm. Stay tuned because that's going to be so much fun. So much
1: fun. Hmm. So Donnie asked, "How do you guys think the offense?" get going in the first quarter these comebacks are nice but there's no way we can sustain this
2: he said he said what i said earlier in the uh in in the show yes we can sustain it because that that is what we do we win these games um how can we get the offense started in the first quarter dude we got we gotta to to answer that question we gotta stop drifting away from the run like i don't understand all of these you know uh come out past three times three and out what is up with that? Um, what we are a well balanced offense, we have great wide receivers, we have a great running back. You got you got to be balanced, and to come out just firing, um, doesn't make any sense. So, establish the run that's how I think we get hot in the first, but especially it, if a team
1: it, it, like the Bills who were susceptible to the run, you uh, in terms of, of where they're at, um, as a team. Well, that's that's what we have to, you know, when they're giving up those kind of uh numbers, run on a team, um. Especially having um, lane out, might as well try and do that. Um, I had some numbers here. The Eagles had 185 yards rushing on 32 carries. DeAndre Swift had 14 carries for 80 yards with a 36-yard run. Bro, when they get when they start running the ball, it ignites this
0: offense.
2: I, I also like, I have a suggestion as well. Can we can we stop with the Julio screens? Julio oh is not a, a <laughs> burner, bro. We are, we are talking about uh, a Julio that is, is in the late stages of his career. We can cut it out with the uh, – I'd that, rather see a quest screen, bro. I'd rather see a quest screen than a Julio screen. Please.
3: That was one of the main reasons why I almost walked out, man, because man, I was tired of the rain, heavy on the, on the wet clothes. Luckily, it wasn't, like, cold. But the play calling, I mean, back to the comment we just saw a little while ago, like, yeah, man, it was frustrating seeing that first half. The play calling was just ridiculous. First series, all passes, not one time did they run the ball. Then when they needed to run it, they were throwing it. When they needed to throw it, they were running it. It just didn't make sense. They were just, like, backwards on the decision-making that they were making in that game. And I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, like, I'm going to be straight up. Like, I was really that close. Me and Gail were just really talking because we were just fed up, man. We this is two weeks in a row now we dealt with rain, and I didn't want to sit there seeing this shit. I didn't know what the outcome of this game was gonna be like. And then when that screen came, Evan, I was that was that was it for me, man. Like that was <laughs> that was the nail in the coffin on me getting out of there. Like hell, no. if this is what we're gonna be seeing, I'm out, man. Like I'll take this L to the gym. You know what i mean and, and look at it is like it's not in the nfc it's not really gonna hurt us but all we're doing is just giving one game back to these guys that are like literally right behind us so what are we doing here but i said it i said man the one the one drive if they if they go three and out i might walk out of here man are you with me and gail was looking he was like almost there with me but it wasn't a three and out the goddamn team found a way to still keep me in still reel me in and you know what I mean, and of course the Bills in front of us, the shit talking that was going on, like I was like, man, fuck it, we gonna ride this thing out. We rode this thing what, out all the way.
2: That 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 guy from uh, the game in KC that was sitting next to you would have had your neck, bro. Talking about yeah. Talking oh yeah. Hey, hey, my leg.
3: Like, where the fuck you going? <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, I'm not letting these Bills fans have the uh, oh, yeah. the, the energy. But you know, oh, um,
3: yeah. half of them were going. Half of them were going. What when he made the field goal? Half of them were going... And then, really, as they they were heading
2: into overtime, they were getting out. As
3: they were heading into overtime, half of them left. That was the breakdown. All the shit talking that was going on. Half of them left, and then that was the the little the little young boy that was hiding behind the two big guys. That part left. The part that stayed was the part that was there from the beginning. But when Swift had the big, not the second, his second big run that led up to Jalen's game winning rush. Yeah. Yo, that. Crew Dawkins family left, I got up on the seat, like, Where y'all go? Like, this game ain't over. Yo, the next play, oh man, Jalen ran it. I was like, Yo, yeah. but I tell you what, yo, what did I do? I went out there in that hall and I went,
1: Yeah, we, we found him. Yeah, we,
3: we found him. We found him. <laughs> you going right.
1: nowhere. ain't going nowhere. And then, uh, right after that, we got our exclusive, uh, the Eagles were giving out these posters here. That's, That's pretty cool. That is pretty yeah, cool. Man. That is that is pretty cool. And uh, I might have an extra one that that we can give away. See, I was like, I was holding one under my underpit, <laughs> so I was like, this could be an amazing giveaway. Well, they
2: handing them out as you were leaving, or what was it? Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so these this this look great in the man cave. I you know, got one for you. If F. you look if you look, look look, look up close, it's got Jalen next to Black Panther. Next to uh Captain America Captain the Hulk. This is this is like this is this has gotta be in your main cave. So I I'll, I'll leave it up to F with uh a good um question. Trivia question.
2: Oh bro, like you, you gotta let me know when you're doing a trivia question. Bro.
1: I didn't bro, I didn't even know. I didn't even know until this moment.
2: Yeah,
3: right. Um okay. <laughs> come on, man. This is that this is the wing it moment. That's hey, what you hey, call this trivia question
1: trivia time. Uh shout out to hey, I just want to appreciate just say we appreciate you guys in the comments. So, yo, shout out to shout out to Todd if you know Todd in the comments. He came, uh, he was with Puna Ford's dad at the tailgate. Uh, And I know Prime was like trying to get him to eat tomato pie. Um, He's (laughs) like, man, you got to try this tomato pie. He's like, "Uh," like, I don't know about that. He tried it though, didn't he? Yeah,
3: he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but shout out to Ty. My man man that I was talking about earlier, his name is Ray. Shout out to Ray. Ray Ray, uh, showed up at the tailgate. He's the CSC uh, security worker that uh, showed up to our tailgate. Yeah, that, that
1: was it was a good meeting him as well yeah, yeah. um but again if you guys are in the comments a little trivia time a little trivia time um get you this uh this poster someone's
3: gonna get it soon as evan, soon as evan oh, i yo, mean yo, you, you, guys, you you guys
2: are free to look for a trivia question but like come even out. yo yeah. even
3: mark even mark is telling you come on man <laughs> Yo, everybody's already on their phones
1: getting ready to go to the dances. <laughs> I'm surprised we made it out of there with uh, this poster. Like, there's a, there's a little water divots in there, but when when you when you when you get it in a frame, uh, you'll be alright. I don't know what this thing on the back is though. Did
3: you try QR coding
1: it? Coding it? Is that what it is? You can.
3: Uh.
2: I forgot how many I walked out of there
1: with. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could deal with another um ring game, to be honest. Sweet.
2: Like the thing is is that I'm gonna end up saying this, and then y'all bitches are gonna ask ah, that's a fucking awful question. Why don't you think of something <laughs> better? Um all right. So let's do this. <laughs>
3: This
2: fucking guy. <laughs> hey, man, you put me on the spot. Um, So, Brandon Graham passed David Akers for most games played. Right? Uh in, By an Eagles player. I want you to tell me the third one on the list is Jason Kelsey. So, that, that's a gimme. I want you to tell me the next offensive player that has the most games played for the Eagles. First one to do so wins. Oh, that's the easy one. It's, go fucking <laughs> go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, first first was, one how about next time you want to give something away, you come with the question. So no,
1: it's actually not that you you'd have to be
2: the next offensive player.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Jason Peters.
2: Nope.
1: Uh Andrew Lane. says Jalen Lane Johnson.
2: Lane Johnson. It is not Lane Johnson.
1: Chris uh. says Lane Johnson. Pete says Lane Johnson.
2: Nope.
1: Say, say the question <laughs> again. Yeah, this ain't people. a
2: bad question, is it? So Roger. Rajworski. Nope. It is the offensive player below Jason Kelsey with the most games played for the Eagles. David Akers, a special team. Mark Burse. Harold John Carmichael. Uh Daz, I think, got it first.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Daz did get it.
2: Yep. Harold Carmichael with 180 games.
1: I hey, hey Daz, uh, send your address to fourth and john at gmail.com. And we'll All get right. that out to you. That's right. a bad question. They that was re- pretty re- great. That's a pretty great question, Evan. Thanks. Uh, Pete's like they googled.
2: <laughs> of course they did. So did I. To find the question. <laughs>
1: but a shout out to you guys for sticking around in the comments. We appreciate um all your comments. Hey, I think everyone's been excited to talk about the Eagles. Who, who, who would not be excited to talk about the Eagles? Um, I I was talking to Kincaid after the game, and I was just like, dude. Uh, I just need to get something off my chest. I was like, it was just a great, it was a, it was one of the greatest games that I've been to live. I mean, besides uh NFC championship winning that game, that was a great game, but I just felt like as a fan and being like, we've been following this team all over the country. The fact that you, you got to stick it in and you got to ride it out with this team. They're not letting you down. And all these guys on the squad make you proud. Even, from the pump returner to special teams guys, the younger guys on special teams that are giving their all. Um, everyone's coming together, making plays, dude. Uh, I'm proud of these dudes. Um, Mr. iFlo, he says, that Falcons game is up there. We were right next to each other. I, I remember mm-hmm. I grabbed someone's child, and I don't know how. I, I was like, ah. uh, we that was one a great moment. It felt like an earthquake when they won. Hmm. Shout out to Taylor Shout out to you, man.
2: Thank you very much.
3: Appreciate you.
1: Um, let's see. Um, that Chris says check that QR code. At maybe it's a link where you can order a poster. Yeah, it, it it brings you to uh the Eagles site, um where you can. It's Avery Dennison. Uh, I don't know. You have to check it out. Brings you to the Eagles website. Uh, but before we get out of here, I want to give a shout-out to Bud Light for holding us down at the tailgate. Uh, people, were, people were drinking up the buds. I had some Kelly Green buds out there Bud Lights. People were uh, sipping them up, fighting over those. Uh, I couldn't get out of uh, – um, as soon as I pulled them out, people wanted them. Um, but shout-out to Conchalk and Tide Bakery. Uh, always a great time. They released – the new um, Josh wet pie. Josh wet pie was insane. If you, you if you want to hit him up on socials, tell them what the next pie should be. Mm-hmm. Let them know we send you what kind of pie. Well, who do you want to see on a tomato pie? How about that?
2: I like that. I
1: like that. Um, also shout out to rebel for holding it down. I know Evan has been thoroughly energized. You still working on that case?
2: yep yep i'm gonna i'm gonna need a freshie this oh, time i'm gonna need a re-up yep I'm gonna need a re-up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shout out to uh shout out to red bull for uh holding you guys down I've, I've never felt like a bartender but the amount of red bull and vodkas that i've served up at tailgates oh. is has been amazing yeah you
3: might need to start giving out those 1-800 uh alcoholic cards <laughs> <laughs> as you're pouring these should. I'm watching I'm watching Gail Sunday pouring these things into these bottles and I'm
2: like, Jesus Lord. <laughs> so one,
1: one, one woman was like, Can you could you just pour straight vodka in my cup? And I was like, Whoa yeah. lady.
2: Take it easy. Yeah, it's like, eleven AM.
1: It is not that kind of party. <laughs> it is not that, uh Mark asked of any hat steal, stealing crazy ladies these days?
3: No. Nope. Nah not this time mark mm-hmm. chris was in the building shout out to chris man you know what i mean holding it down for us always but yeah he he, mm-hmm. he talked about he he talked about the story to evan he told evan the story
1: it <laughs> mm. was crazy chris <sighs> was like
2: my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: let's see robert morris brings up uh how he bring Reich home to give brian johnson the, the Heimlich. I mean, would what if what would you feel like, uh, Brian Johnson? The vibes if they brought him in, would you feel like that would uh, push him to, you know, his team's ten one right now? I think. uh, I think
0: it would
2: it make things weird when you don't need to make things weird. Um, But this is also on the heels of me finally conceding to Hollis that uh, we were winning in spite of Gannon last year, so. (laughs) Is
1: that are are you are you feeling that way about Brian Johnson?
2: No, I think that um, I think the Gannon was more checked out and more kind of like clueless. Um, I think that Brian Johnson is smart and he has a good report with Jalen, obviously, but your mic
1: is 100. Mike, you got like a two hundred thousand dollar mic and it's acting up. I
3: heard so proud of that, Mike. Now now he now he doesn't now mean, now, now you can't hear you, period. Now we can't hear two hundred
1: thousand. It's actually a three hundred thousand dollar
3: He just mic. uh devalued his mic right now.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well picking up from what Evan was <sighs> trying to say, uh, you are kinda there. You're kinda
2: there. We can.
3: Now we, now I can hear you. I can hear you.
2: First of all, dickhead! It's not the microphone; it's the computer. This computer's from fucking eighteen forty-seven. That's the issue. You got a You ones. got a new Mac? No, I don't.
1: That was me. Newer.
2: Newer? This is from when I was still yeah. in school, bro. I've been graduated for oh, quite bro. some time now.
3: Okay. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> when you guys come to the tailgates on Sunday, all right? I need a drop, at least a five or or dub <laughs> or something. We got to get this man a new computer, all right? We got to work on that. He doesn't want to start an OnlyFans account, but he wants to get that computer. Beat, so man. we got to help him out some way, somehow. The holiday seasons are here. You know, it's all about giving. I, I do. Wa- I do
2: want to. Uh, in in regards to the tips, I do want to say uh, a big thank you to everybody that put something in that tip jar because that Absolutely. was the most we had. I had made in tips at these tailgates. There uh, you at this go. Past tailgate. So that was uh, that was a good day for tips. And then there was also That's a little. There was a little surprise at the bottom for me in there, too. That was pretty nice. I, I, I had that after the game, a little victory. victory. Uh,
1: also, we, we want to talk about the... Uh, the uh, We're going to have a, a little tree out there or something where you can drop some presents for the kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to team up with the Goofy Gators. I'll be calling Aaron about that. Uh, again, if you want to give a gift to... Um, um, we're, we're dealing with families that uh with, their, with children with autism. Um, it's, it's always good to give back to the community. If you want to uh, give back, let us know and we will get presents for the kids. Uh, we will go to the store and get presents for the kids. You let, know, let me know how you want to send it. I'll go grab some, some presents for the kids. Um, but, you know, just if you want to uh, be a part of the tailgate next week. You know, it's a free tailgate. We never ask for anything. If you want to bring a, a toy for a kid, that's always a cool thing, man. It's Christmas is around the season. Um, you know, the season's all about giving. I actually put my Christmas tree up already.
2: Wow, that's.
1: <laughs> I, I, I read real,
2: real tree or fake tree. Fake. That's why.
0: <laughs> no, it
1: it has it has history. It has history. Yeah. so we we, we put the, we put the tree up I, f- I heard that it the earlier you put the tree up the better vibes you get from just having the tree up
2: okay yeah okay okay, okay. and the no, vibes it you right now the tree's <laughs> okay. lit up
1: i'm like i'm ready i'm ready for the christmas season hey when when is when is it is it too early to put up a christmas
2: tree i put it up early as hell last year i think i put mine up like a week before thanksgiving last year
3: that's cool i mean but the whole <laughs> it makes you feel more uh into it yeah okay <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> that. I, last year was way too early because i i do real tree and i put that shit up mad early and so mine was like begging to be put out <laughs> by christmas time it was like it was dead <laughs> and shit
1: uh, Pete asked, "The toy drive is starting now, um, so we're gonna go bring some toys and put them at the tree. We'll be giving out. We'll be giving out uh, some 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 banana pudding. We'll have uh, cheese steaks on deck, mm-hmm. and then uh, Evan, uh, not Evan. Um, shout out to uh, Alex. He, he's got some tacos. Prime
3: screws. You see my Very wife. Nice. Yeah, Very my nice. wife. Shout out. You see it? <laughs> That's, that. That's why. Wow.
1: Promise Scrooge? You're not. You know, you're not. You're not you're... Do you
2: have to.
3: She's the, been uh... bugging me about the goddamn tree and the decoration You got the green oh, lights up behind you?
2: Yet. What's what's the, the
3: deal? On, man, you're line. not helping the situation now. Now she's going to throw that in my face. You wow. can put the goddamn lights up in the cave, but you can't put them out of the house. You see? You just gave her ammunition. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs>
1: Freezy. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest. I actually, uh, I watched The Grinch for the first time ever.
2: How? What What have you been doing? Holy
1: shit. I, I've never seen The Grinch. The, the original one.
2: The original. Like the cartoon. Is that a, uh,
3: I think that's a yeah. moment for you to throw away your black card. <laughs> <laughs> I was,
1: I was like, you know, the, but also, because I, I also, you know, we, we, a tradition that we have in our, fam, in, uh, in our family, we, we watch Christmas movies. The Elf.
3: Yo, hold up. Pete, I, let me answer your question. I'm sorry, y'all. I am sorry you i do not mean to cut you off. I love Christmas. It is my favorite holiday of the season. But let me tell you something. Since my wife wants to call me Scrooge, and I hope she's looking right now. Yes, it sucks when you're the only one going up in that goddamn attic to go get all this shit to bring it down. <laughs> Okay. Sound
1: like a Scrooge right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm getting it. I'm, getting, I'm in my feelings. I'm in Sound my like <laughs> a screwdriver. Right that, that shit sucks. I gotta play the Chevy Chase and watch where the hell I'm stepping so my foot doesn't go through the goddamn ceiling. You mm. know what I mean? So yeah, it it, it it sucks, bro. It sucks. My big ass in that attic is not fun. I'm gonna tell you that right now.
1: So, question before we get out of here best Christmas movie? Uh Christmas
3: vacation. Thank mm. you. Um, I, I, why do I have feelings Evan's gonna come out saying die hard?
2: No, I'm actually a uh, I'm, I'm actually anti people calling die hard a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, I had that, I had
1: that, had that conversation this morning. Yeah, I mean, that's born exactly. this, this weekend.
2: Um, I'm gonna go, um, go outside the box, I'm gonna go home alone.
3: My kids love that movie,
2: oh, the original home alone, movie. it's solid, yeah, yeah. My, my wife, wife says, A elf.
1: Christmas Story. Uh, we have. Uh, You're
2: Without a Santa Claus is also a strong contender. I love the Heat Miser song. Love the Heat Miser. Marissa Christmas,
1: says, National Lampoon's Christmas is the story. best Christmas movie.
2: National
3: Lampoon's Christmas Vacation of a Christmas movie is good, but Christmas Story is definitely my all time favorite. I've actually <laughs> gone a whole day and watched the marathon.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I also was watching uh, What's it called The original The Santa Claus With Tim Allen uh, The other night Dude the I had no one? idea that, that Yeah the first one I had no idea That movie came out in 94 Like I yeah. thought that came out When I was like A little kid Like that came out I think Before I, was on, bored, like,
3: bro. I I think now They moved it to Disney Where it's like Santa Claus Part 7 Yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> they, they already parts, went too yeah.
1: far <laughs> Ray says uh, Bad Santa it Was his uh, Daz His Christmas of, story of uh, Aaron says Gremlins won.
2: Okay.
3: Wink says
1: Trading Places.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> in a cool tone, says Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Ev. Mm. Shots fired, mm. man.
2: Disagree.
1: <laughs> uh, our own resident Scrooge in the comments um says Home Alone's can't beat it.
2: Mm-hmm. One y- and two. Um, my, my, my 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 whole thought on the. uh on the Die Hard thing, they they say it's a Christmas movie simply because the movie takes place during Christmas time. In that right. case, Harry, the Harry Potter series is a Christmas movie because I mean they have Christmas parts in all those movies too. Like, are they Christmas movies? Oh They're boy! There we go. Got me riled up.
3: I
1: haven't seen Bad. You guys seen Bad Santa?
2: Uh, yes. Years ago, long, long time. Ago. <laughs> haven't seen that, and I know, and I and I know why he likes Bad
3: Santa. <laughs> <laughs> why? You got to watch the movie to understand,
1: man. <laughs> then kids can watch it right now. Uh, Taylin wow. Taylor says, Aussies put their Christmas trees up in October because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving here. Oh. Interesting. interesting. That is
3: interesting. You ever, you ever heard of House Guest? Yeah, that was pretty funny with Steve Martin and uh, Queen Latifah.
1: Michael with a throwback, Miracle on 34th Street.
3: Too so damn awful. man. <sighs>
1: But uh, before, before we get out of here, just want to thank everybody in the comments for uh, sticking around. I know Eagle fans are excited. We know we got a big game coming up uh, this weekend. We'll have some 49ers talk on Thursday. Um, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But last word before we get out of here, we'll start with you, Primo. Last word.
3: No uh, Shout out to everybody um, that came through on Sunday. Um, yeah, real ones stuck it out. Me and Gil, uh, you know, we did our thing. We we were able to enjoy that victory, walking out of that that stadium with our heads high. Um, just, uh, you know, be safe this week. Uh, we got a big, big game this Sunday. This is the one that I definitely circled on the calendar. Can't Mike's a little
1: effy. Can't,
3: uh, can't wait to uh, – it's probably my, my my phones are dying. But I can't wait to uh, – Hey, F, get is this Mike? messed up? up?
2: No, it's your headphones. Nah,
3: bro, bro I think it's you. Because yeah, when you said yeah, yeah. That's what I up. thought. I Primo,
2: you sounded loud and clear to me, bro. Yeah, you keep going. thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank
3: you, man. You know what I mean? So go get your shit checked out. Let's reiterate that Gail might need a new computer. So if you guys want to go ahead and contribute this upcoming Sunday at the tailgate,
0: we can switch it over <laughs> to
3: New to
2: Gail. computers for everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, new computers for everybody. You know forget like
1: forget us, man. Bring something for the kids. Bring a toy for the kids. Forget us. Well, with,
3: oh, with that being said, go birds. See y'all next Sunday. You know what I mean? Because this is the big one. This is the shit talking game that we've been waiting for all season.
2: Yeah, man. <clears throat> um, just got to keep the ball rolling. Uh shout out to the freaking Eagles, bro, for uh being the best team in the league. Shout out to Jalen Hurts for being an absolute dog. Same to Jake Elliott. Uh, it's an exciting time right now, man. I'm uh I'm we're very fortunate. I was thinking about this recently to be Starting this podcast when we started this podcast in 2016, like we have seen some successful Eagles teams in the in the existence of this podcast. Like I couldn't imagine being like a, I don't know, man, like a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast or, or some shit like that. Like we're just looking for anything to talk about, any sort of string of hope to hold on to. Um, we've got a, a legitimate team, and uh, we have a legitimate shot at winning the Super Bowl this year. Let's freaking go, Birds!
1: Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, last word, man. I just appreciate everyone that uh, supports the tailgate. Uh, again, next coming tailgate, we'll be having Alex with the tacos. Evan with the the, the famous cheese steaks. We'll have uh, Jennifer Slay with the famous banana pudding. Uh, and we'll be bringing the vibes, man. I think um, everyone's just been waiting for this game. I think we've been waiting for this game ever since the 49ers started talking shit. Uh, Mr. Ifla will be doing predictions for the next show A little breakdown um, But just last word man pre- Appreciate everybody in the comments Appreciate all you Eagle fans sticking it out And riding the wave uh, Supporting this team all across the country So many people are uh, Making out to these games um, It's phenomenal Meeting you guys on the road Hearing all your Eagle stories and how you became fans And, and, and making uh, great relationships As we go but we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, it's fly, eagles. Fly,
2: go
0: birds. I just gotta,
1: it's hit, the button. Button. Just it's gotta a hit the button. Just gotta it hit, it hit the button. button.